You're listening to the HR Happy Hour Show with hosts Steve Bowes and Trish McFarlane. Since 2009, the HR Happy Hour Show has been bringing you thought leaders, workplace and technology experts, academics, and more to take on the most important and interesting topics impacting work, human resources, technology, and the workplace. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net. Hey, it's the HR Happy Hour Show. My name's Steve Bowes. And I'm joined by... Trish McFarland. What is up, Trish? Good to see you again, live and in person. I know. How, how are people going to handle this? It's been this a while. With, like, our volume on the show will be the same. How are you? Because, hey, wait, we need to clink bottles because... We do. It is. It's officially happy hour here at Oracle Open World in sunny California, so... Cheers, Trish. Cheers to that. It has been a fun event at Oracle Open World these last couple of days. Understatement, yeah. No, this this is my first time at Open World. I... You, you can tell me. You've been here at least once. Have you been I have been more? several times yeah, over the years in different capacities. It is quite uh, quite the event. Uh, just to give folks an idea of the scope, it, around 60,000 attendees. It's at the Moscone Center in San Francisco. Several city blocks shut off for conference events and displays and demonstrations. Lots of indoor, outdoor things. It's quite, quite the production. Well, and really every large hotel, I think, has some sort of signage for Oracle and, and sessions going on. So we've even been to a few different hotels here to different yeah. types of HCM and other sessions. So it's been good. Yeah, it's been a great event and uh, really interesting to see the growth and the maturation, uh, particularly uh, on the HCM side of what Oracle's been doing, um, you know, in the last, I don't know, it's been five years or so probably since the HCM cloud offerings first went to market, approximately and. and from where they were then, right, in those well, embryonic right. stages to where they are now, it's quite quite dramatic. Yeah, I mean, I can remember sitting in HR Tech years ago when Fusion was being sort of announced and rolled out, and actually it, was, it wasn't that long ago that I bought EBS, as a matter of fact, right. and I was still a practitioner, so that might have been 2011 and 12, I guess, we were making that decision and implementation, so yeah, I mean, just to see what, what it's come from in a very short amount of time is really mind-blowing. It's yeah, good. Yeah, uh, great growth, great traction, lots of really good success stories, and, and more to come, right? Because one of the other interesting things we've seen, uh, especially in, in, in uh, the last day or so, has been the focus and emphasis on what's coming next in terms of um, uh, artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. in terms of, say, chatbots, in terms of the things we saw today, as a matter of fact, in, that, in, the, in the UX design labs. Um, sort of the next generation of interacting with enterprise systems through voice, through gesture. I mean, that gesture lab demonstration we saw is about the coolest thing I've seen in years. It looked like what you would see in Minority Report. Like like he said, it was was amazing. So, yeah, just to see what the the work space of the future might be capable of and not even just the future I mean like the next two years we might be Mm -hmm. you know doing a lot more and having very personalized settings um, like you might in your car for example now where you know you touch a button and everything goes back to the way you like it Um, imagine walking into your office and having you know every single thing the lights the temperature the the way your screens look everything go immediately to the way that you like it and welcome you all with a voice command or a smart badge or something. It yeah. was very, very innovative. So, yeah, good to good to see. And I think you know what this is interesting for me too. I've been to HCM World, which which is always good. But um, coming to 
Oracle open world, it's like you're seeing beyond that HR realm. And so you yeah, start to, you start to, while everything may not apply directly to what we do in our profession, you can start imagining though, bigger picture, um, how the different systems within an organization interact and how you hear some of these large, large companies, you know, what they're thinking about. So it's, it all comes back in the end to um, impact people. So from that standpoint, it is valuable. So if you haven't been and it's something you've kind of pondered, I guess, it would be good to look into for next year. Yeah. Um, no, if your organization is, is an Oracle shop, whether that's for HCM applications, whether it's for ERP applications, or right. maybe maybe it's for something else. Maybe uh, it's for supply chain or manufacturing or maybe even just development tools. Um, this is kind of the one place to be, right? Uh uh, if, if you're uh, in the Oracle environment, really at any capacity, and, and it's such a big company, and they, they, they the, the breadth of their offerings is so vast, you know, it's, it's, it's enormous, right? So there's something for everybody here in the organization, whether it's IT or business leaders or HR folks or accounting folks and so on. There's there's plenty here. I, I thought, Trish, the point you made about, you know, beyond the world of, of HCM, which you mm-hmm. see a lot here, is really interesting as well because... And I think you've been through this when you were an HR practitioner and when you were uh, involved in the procurement of solutions. And I know I've been there, too, when I was running HR systems as well, that, you know, in the past, a a company might purchase uh, an SAP or PeopleSoft or an Oracle eBusiness suite Mm -hmm. for their accounting processes or their manufacturing processes. exactly it. And their supply chain. And the HR tools would be thrown in, right? Right. The HR applications would just be part of this big deal and often, at least in my experience, the HR folks really didn't have too much to say about that decision if the company was Mm -hmm. a manufacturing company or say a professional services company. The needs of those business lines were going to predominate right over what HR wanted. And so lots of organizations inherited PeopleSoft, eBusiness Suite or SAP or tools like that. And we learned to live with it, we learned to implement it in, in, in what it's interesting now that as all these things have moved to the cloud, HR systems kind of got to the cloud first, right? They did. They did. Yeah. Yes. But now ERP systems are going to the cloud too, right? Whether it's finance, procurement, uh, but it um, sounds like there's hesitation there. That's what I found most interesting. So, I mean, you know, it's not all roses and rainbows, it's a little bit of a struggle to get. Um, companies who are very comfortable with having an on-premise solution into the cloud when it comes to, like you're saying, the ERP components that are going to to really help run the business. And so in that regard, it's very rare, I think, that we get to say um, for any vendor that HR is in the forefront of things, but in that regard, it is in many cases. And so um, I wonder why, too, because you would think, really, it's our people information we tend to be very protective of, but maybe the, the data security is such that Companies have made us feel a little more comfortable around how yeah, that's being. Yeah, I, I think that's taken possible. Care sure, of. and I think I think if you start to think about organizations and growth, right? Um, uh, organizations that that started small and grew and grew and grew, they, they were in the cloud much uh, earlier in their maturity model. You know, maturity. Mm-hmm. These organizations that have come up in the last fifteen or so years, they might have been using an outsourced payroll provider. Or an outsourced right. rec- recruiting technology has been in the cloud forever recruiting now. Recruiting really drives right? it, doesn't it? When so, you think about it. Yeah, we. I was just at the ADP event a week or so ago, and, and you know they've got hundreds of thousands of customers in the cloud, right? And so, mm-hmm. 
there was this this massive kind of uh, amount of installed base of, of, of customers already in the cloud in many of the HR applications, which you didn't have in the financial financial applications right, exactly. or the services applications or some of those other things. But I mean, we're kind of maybe this is really too inside baseball for the HR happy hour show. But I found it really interesting that that one of the interesting things Oracle talked about here was that they've got 300 plus customers now using both the ERP and the HCM cloud together, which I found really interesting. And to me, it seems like at least uh, for these large enterprises and for large large technology providers like an Oracle mm-hmm. who do have the ERP and the HCM right. in the cloud, that we're going to see more and more organizations look to unify uh, their entire businesses in the cloud now versus how we, we talked about a second ago, we used to kind well, of unify on ERP and HCM on-premise. I think the interesting thing for the listeners to think about then if they're working in any type of scenario where they're in a corporation um, in HR um, or in other even roles that partner with HR is will this now make the shift away from being you know roughly 50-50 from point solutions best in breed to some of the the sweet solutions this may be what it what leans toward having that one vendor the one service provider um, for all of your needs, if you can get all of that in the cloud, I think you know yeah. that that could that could really sway a C-suite into buying it, it, that versus yeah. the you know having twenty different vendors you're working with with Point Solutions. And that's exactly where I was kind of heading, right, Trish? You, you you're right on you're right on the money with that. So that's kind of what I was thinking. Reading your too. mind, yeah, you're all. Oh, it's it's. <laughs> Quite, it's quite the story in there. Maybe it's the beer. It could be. It is the happy hour. So, <laughs> so anyway, it's been really interesting at Oracle HCM World these last couple of days. I'm sure we'll, you'll see more about that in the coming days and months. We'll probably, we've got a couple of ideas for some follow-up shows we might do based on some things that happen here. So, so look out for that. So uh, the other thing, Trish, I wanted to talk about a little bit today is the HR Technology Conference. You imminent. Have, do you have a conference? It's imminent. It's coming up in... <laughs> But I don't know what day you're listening to this, but it's imminent. It's, it's October fourth through seventh. I'm excited. I mean, I feel like this is. I want to preview. I want to do a little this HR is the tech big event. Talk. So it's yeah, this is the one. I think everyone looks forward to it. Um, other events are really good, but this one is the one where you really you do get to see what all of the vendors um, of various sizes have been working on frantically, especially over the last six months. And so some of the things that are very new and innovative and surprising don't come out until HR tech. And so it's it's a pretty exciting time if you're um, following yeah, HR I, technology at all. I will tell you this, speaking of new and innovative, we each year we do, uh, I'm going I'm to make two statements. First, first statement is, you might see or read or hear other shows or blog posts or any, any other kind of preview things or recommendations or tips for HR technology. I'm going to say this very clearly and bluntly for listeners. None of that stuff really matters. The, you, you, quite frankly. I agree with you. I agree with you. The, 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 what you want to listen to is me, quite honestly. Is that right? I'm the only voice in this conversation that matters. And pos- I mean, you're yours too. Can you're I have here like with a me. little quarter of percentage All right. that matters, yes. maybe? Yes. Your voice matters. No, you know what? It's funny because I think we've, years ago, maybe used to do some of those kinds of things, like, you know, the 10 things you need to do at a conference or whatever. I think people get that now. I don't know that we have to, I don't know I have to really tell you to drink water and wear flat shoes <laughs> and stay hydrated and bring lotion if it's in Vegas and all those Take things. Take off your badge. Right, yeah, exactly. Hall, no, yeah. I, I will tell you what I've found over the years is that, especially with a show like HR Technology Conference, you, the people that are coming as an attendee have such different purposes. There isn't one sort of, you know, must-do list of of approach. And I 
I will say this, um, in, in all the years I've been going, which are probably too many to count at this point, um, the show has evolved in such a way that you always have two or three new things. And maybe you can get into that in a second. I will. But, but having new things that you don't expect, you don't even know how to plan for those things. Just, I would say my only advice to someone is build in some time for the new things, whatever that means. And, you know, when that was the startup pavilion and, you know, making time for those new companies, I think is critical. Um, why don't maybe talk about some of the new stuff this year where people haven't been able to plan for it? What yeah. So we thought about, we thought about when we were in our prep for the show, our extensive prep uh, this morning, we thought about doing um, like a fantasy draft. That was my yeah, terrible idea. No, Fan- you know, that's that's people don't need us to tell them what sessions to go to, do they? No, they probably don't need that, but they probably uh, I, I, <laughs> they probably need me to at least say the things I'm most interested in. So I, uh, that's what for I'm folks saying. who may not even know. Let me just stop for a second. I like the news. So I, I put yeah. the program together for HR Technology Conference. I spent a lot of time working on it, so I'm very very close to it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna highlight the things, Trish, if you don't mind, and you can okay. jump in with things that you want to highlight. I'm gonna ask you a couple specific questions about things you are well, personally on, involved in. It's on in. my sessions. That's what yes. people should go to. Right? Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna, I want to highlight a few things that people should at least check out, and some of them okay. are new, and some of them are kind of things we've done before but but I think in a are, new way. are going to be really interesting this year for, for different okay. reasons. So the first thing I want to mention, Tris, on Tuesday, October 4th is a special session. We might call it a summit or a little mini summit. It's about women in HR technology. It's a four-hour summit. Uh, we've got about 15, 16 women executives, CEOs, founders, technology leaders, all talking about some of these really important issues for organizations for technology companies, as well as for individuals managing their own career. Mm. Women and uh, sort of the challenges and the opportunities for thriving in technology roles. And I'm super excited about this session. Well, we've never done this before at HR Tech. As far as I know, any HR, I mean, I shouldn't say this. I'm not aware of any other HR conference that I've at least been to that's done something like this. We're super excited about it. We've had tremendous response to it. I think there's going to be several hundred people there. Can I ask you, um, you know, sometimes I know conferences charge extra for that. Is that an extra or separate fee? Or is that something that attendees get as part of their... Because that first day has always been just a shortened sort of, here's the expo, here's the opening reception. It sounds like there's a lot more content now on that first day. There's plenty more. So, yeah, I'll answer your question. There's no extra charge for attendees to attend this session. So any full conference attendee is welcome and, and encouraged to attend the session it starts at 10 a.m goes till 2 p.m lunch will be provided in the session oh, see, now see yeah that. Lunch when you provided. think about that just the amount of content if you're having you know four hours plus i know you have some other um big sessions on that that opening day can i can i just read you some of the names involved Please in do. the women oh in gosh, technology yeah. session uh, people should absolutely come see cecile alper larue from ultimate software Catherine minshew from the muse gretchen alarcon from oracle angela lockman from equifax Anna Carson from ADP, Lisa Sterling from Ceridian, Lori Zuka, my old boss. Yeah, it's all the heavy hitters. And Trish, the woman who you have a lot of kinship with. I do. You both have loved telling me what to do over the years. We do. We Lori's like a great friend of ours. Action. She's the CHRO of Paychecks <laughs> for, for folks who might not know her. And, and plenty more. So it's it's... Honestly, it's it's a who's who of women leaders in our in our industry. You know what I like about that list? It's going to be fantastic. Steve, I like that you do have some women who are in very high positions within the HR technology companies, but then I like that you have someone 
um, you know, like Lisa Sterling, who's also, she's in a dual role, as right. a matter of fact, where she's also the CHRO, and then, you know, and having um, Lori, who's also in, in that high-level practitioner role, so you sort of have a nice mix, and then, gosh, you mentioned Catherine, she's, you know, she's a CEO, and, and yeah. young, and started her own company, and it's, you know, it's doing wonderfully. Yeah, so. we have a whole se- section for CEOs and so founders. It's a diverse mix, too. Yeah. It's not just one type of, of female executive. I mean, it sounds like you've drawn... From a lot of different um, areas. We, we try to hit it from a few angles, That's from good. technology leaders, CHROs, as well as founders and CEOs. So I'm super excited. I know we've talked about this for a little while now. It's brand new. It's exciting. It's on the first day. And, and I think you'll love it. And, and as I said, Trish, the conference has expanded quite a bit. So that first day, which used to be, let's open up the expo hall, mm-hmm. have a drink, and we'll see everybody tomorrow, is expanded to, into just about a whole full day of content. The Women well, in HR Technology session at 10, and throughout the day we have content on that first day. And the thing that's important about that, Steve, is that the price really has not um, reflected you know, and increased exponentially in relation to all of that additional content. Yeah. So I think, too, that's something that, you know, if you're someone, when you're, when you're going and you're having to pay for um, your attendance and your company and you have to sort of justify that, you're getting almost a full day of additional content that's actually really practical to take back to your company. So yeah. that's a pretty cool approach. We're super excited about that. Yeah, and and, and on that, I guess the other thing I'd like to mention on that first day of HR Tech Tuesday, October 4th, is a session you're involved in, Trish, called Discovering the Next Great HR Technology so Company. Excited. Why don't you tell us about what that, what that session's all about, and particularly your personal involvement in that session. Okay, so just a quick summary. This, this was formerly known as the Awesome New Startups. And how many years have you had that? Two, two uh, or three? I think maybe? we've only done the startups. Startups two, two years. Okay, yeah. so this would be year three. Um, and one of the things, you know, I know you had originally reached out to Jason Averbook. He's the MC of this particular session. It's a general session, so it's very exciting. Um, several of the um, independent analysts I partner with as part of HR Federation. We have George Larac. We have um, Kyle Lagunas and Madeline Lorano. And we thought it would be fun to do a more of a competition sort of like the voice style and so while we won't have our backs to the, to the <laughs> team what, what you did what you and LRP uh, have allowed us to do is you know there were well over I think close to 150 submissions by yeah, startup companies for this particular session alone um, you all really allowed us to come in and read through all of those explore them online see what the different offerings were and come up with our eight. So each of the coaches, each of the four coaches, selected two, um, two companies that we find compelling. That you know, I, I will tell you my strategy. Talk about the ones you work with really quickly. Really quickly, I I first um, chose Clickboarding, um, a really new, clean looking onboarding solution. And I will tell you, it's been most interesting because I've been working with them and coaching them since June. I was so excited. And um, I've really gotten to see the product develop even in the last few months and, you know, in, in tweaking it so that it's the most marketable um, for their buyers. And so it's been a really fun process and, and really kind of a joy to give back mm-hmm. to, to startups, you know, who are really trying to break into this space and who have such enthusiasm and, and such passion. So clickboarding is one to watch. And then also um, the other one I picked, I'm really super fond of, and I have to tell you, their CEO, Dana, is just amazing. It's a, a company called InvestiPro, okay. I-N-V-E-S-T-I-P-R-O. And it's not an investment application, <laughs> as you might think by the name at first glance. When I first saw it, that's what I thought it I was. I did too, yeah. right? I thought, oh, this might be good. No, it, it's even better. It um, As a former practitioner myself, this was amazing. It is a solution that walks you through step-by-step, whether you are an HR or a manager or a C-suite person, 
how to do a proper legal investigation um, of an employee relations issue. So it can okay. be something very simple to something complex. It is easy to use. I mean, I've done a demo myself, like where I drove the demo. I can't wait for I can't wait for my two to get on stage. And yeah. I'll tell you what, I've been talking smack with the other coaches. Like, <laughs> mine are going to win. Like I'm convinced that the audience will vote one or both of mine as the winners. Yeah. So anyway, there there are six other great companies. Um, I don't know if you have them handy. Uh, you could maybe mention a few of them or. We have yes, we I could mention a few of them. I don't have the list right in front of me, but well, we, we could. will pull that up momentarily. Um, but at any rate, um, the other coaches, I will tell you this, feel just as as passionate about their their selections as well. Um, I know George Larac has picked LifeWorks as well as the Chemistry Group, right? And uh, Chemistry Group is coming on strong. I tell you, I've done some work with them and um, where they are in the assessment space and in really determining what makes a, a workplace. Um, a great one from a culture perspective, specifically, and how that relates to assessments. It's kind of interesting. Um, but I know that um, Madeline has picked a couple good ones. Do yeah, we, have yeah I do. So we have Clinch. Are you good? Yeah, they're recru- in recruitment marketing. Yeah. We have High Ground, another um, mm-hmm. talent acquisition kind of a play as well. I think they're in the assessment space a little bit. Yeah, too. that makes sense, too, because, of, you know, for anyone that knows Madeline, she really spends a lot of her, her working time in that in that space so that's good and we have roll point right and we have qualify that's with a q so um eight great companies really interesting companies it's going to be a really fun session uh tuesday night uh, october 4th at hr tech so uh you know there's so much to pick out we you know i guess that's why the my fantasy draft idea didn't really didn't really work for us here but it's really hard it's hard to decide what to go to i I do want to highlight at least something for everyone how about this trish let me highlight at least one thing i'm particularly interested in in the next three days of the conference okay how about that so on wednesday october 5th there's so much that's really like the most jam-packed day probably of the conference but uh you know i'm kind of interested in um god there's a Gene Meister-led panel called The Consumerization of, of HR with executives from Cisco, IBM, and Kronos, which is going to be really excellent. But I wanted to highlight, here it is. Here's the session I wanted to talk about. Payroll. Yes, I want to talk about I'm payroll. I'm smiling. Yay. We're going to do a session that's going to be moderated by Holger Mueller, who's a great friend of ours, oh, great friend so of the good. show, Constellation Research. He's going to be moderating a session. Who's on the panel? On payroll 2.0. Okay. Innovation in really the first big HR tech application, right? right. Which was probably payroll, right? right? If you think back on it. So important. We'll have executives from ADP, from Ultimate, from Paychex, and from Ceridian. Perfect. I mean... That's, yeah, the dream The team. top four, right? Who right. else do you want to talk about when we're talking yeah. about payroll applications right. in HR tech? We'll have technology executives from all four of those companies led by Holger, who's always great, talking about innovation in the payroll space. And you'd be surprised, I, I, I often I am, would not be how surprised. much innovation there is no, in no, payroll. No. Let me tell you, every single time I do a briefing with someone who does offer payroll, and, and can I just mention not on that particular panel, but I just did a briefing recently with Namely. Oh, um, yeah, sure. They let me go so deep dive into payroll. And, I mean, to the point we ran payroll on the demo. It was amazing. It was so easy. It was wonderful. Like, I, I really love it. But you know what? I've also led payroll as part of my job. So it was something that was really important to me to see yeah. how does this work. So I'm excited about the payroll session. That'll be a good one. Yeah, I think that's going to be really exciting. So, it's, I mean, there's loads and loads of great content on that day. But, you know, in particular, we've decided over the last couple of years what's been a little bit newer is, is to try to focus a little more closely on kind of those really nuts and bolts of some of these applications and mm-hmm. some of these application families and we haven't really done anything on payroll in a while and, right. and, and this is my fourth year doing the show and I thought 
Well, why not? I mean, every you know, sometimes with these employee engagement applications or employee referral applications or any of these other kind of smaller or more niche applications, well, you may not have those. You may not need those. You may not run those, or you may not have prioritized them, right? Right. In your your HR technology investments, but everybody's got to do payroll, right? Whether you're doing it yourself on you know in your own shop or you're outsourcing it or or but everybody has to pay their people, right? Right. So it's the most fundamental HR application there is. And so innovation in that space and showcasing that at the, at the show this year, I'm really excited about. So I'm really looking forward to that. So Can I that, tell you what I'm looking forward to? And I, I need to make sure me. I get there. Is um, you all invited Infor and Footlocker, one of their clients, to come oh, in and talk did? about their talent science. And I will tell you, um, again, sort of with that practitioner hat on, I sort of have always been a tiny bit nervous about anything that I'm told predicts behavior or, you know, um, helps to make those decisions for managers. Once I saw what Infor is doing with talent science, it completely changed my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, The innovation there, the way that they're actually not, it's not just about predicting behavior. It's about also being prescriptive with what the potential Actions and reactions should be, or could be, or need to be, and um, and so I think that's going to be a fascinating session too, just because it's it's still fairly new. It's something that HR leaders are still grappling with how they feel about it, and so I'm excited to see that you all brought them on to maybe give some some solid examples again. With like Foot Locker is such a well known brand right. and company, and we've probably all I know I shop there. I have so, been in the Foot Locker. So again, it's sort of. It puts it into a real-world perspective for me to see, wow, okay, a, a really good company that I that I trust and I'm actually a consumer of buys into this as well, and it makes it much more real for me. So I think when you do sessions like that, it it really brings it home for those practitioners and, and how they can use it in their own organizations. Yeah, and just just for folks who might be uh, checking this out uh, at home, you know, at home, scoring at home, that's on that's on uh, Wednesday as well, three thirty p.m. That the informed Wednesday's session. a big day. Big Wednesday's a big day. It's a it's a great chockful day. Yeah. By the way, all this information. Yeah, but I'm speaking on Thursday, so there you go. HRTechConference.com, by the way, <laughs> HRTechConference.com. Well, you can still register. There is still right, time absolutely. to register and join us in Chicago for all this fun. Yeah, so huge, huge day Wednesday. Lots of fun. And you, you mentioned Namely, and I, I do want to say one more thing about Namely. Just a little bit of... Let's take a break here, Trish, and just speak. Are you bringing it down? I'm going to bring it down. Do we need some soft, slow music or something? I'm going to bring it down I to a like personal level. I'm going to share something. Okay. I'm going to say thanks to my friends at Namely who are co-hosting with me my chairman's dinner oh, at HR good. Tech. I hope I see you there, Trish. I've invited Trish for four years in a row. Trish never comes. Year. Hopefully, we'll see you this I year, do. Chairman's Dinner VIP list, very exclusive. But thanks to <laughs> Nate, we'll oh, don't laugh. It's it is. <laughs> Trish never even comes. It's so exclusive. Trish doesn't even come. It's like, it's just she. That's a weird move about like yeah. I don't know what's okay, going so on. Okay, so that's but. a weird thing. Um, I'm very anti-party at events this and is, I don't know if that's just this is not a party this is more well, no, than that no this not is... just for that just in general so it doesn't matter not just HR talk but any conference and maybe it's because we do go to more and we go for work so I, I kind of tend to get exhausted if I'm if I'm thinking about things all day can we talk back to open world for just a moment sure so we've really been in, in sessions non-stop I mean pretty much we've been in sessions and briefings and meetings and keynotes and you know, one thing right after the next which is great but it sort of mentally drains me to the point that now right now we're, we're recording the show in a couple hours they're having a big um, appreciation customer appreciation concert which is so great and you know who's playing 
Sting and Gwen Stefani. How in the world? Now, this is an example. I normally would not want to go to something <laughs> you know that starts at seven o'clock at night when I'm oh, at, now it's when so I'm late. at a conference and I'm flying home tomorrow morning. Right. But the point being, I guess we all need to probably if you go to a conference, try and break out and go to parties, dinners a little bit because I've I've really gotten out of the habit of doing that. So um, yeah, it's probably a little bit perception and a little bit exhaustion at that point. All right, um, so I won't take it personally then if you blow no, off my, my don't event take again. It personally, right. obviously, but yeah, that's probably it's more I will tell you too, I think as uh, just as an analyst, you know, we get in that mode where we're really using events like HR Tech to meet with as many companies as we possibly can to learn about them, to be able to talk to practitioners and advise sure. them or guide them or you know, just so that we're educated and it's it's a very draining process, and so I am cutting back a little bit. I'm really trying to do more briefings at other times during the year, and maybe fewer in person at HR Tech, so that I can, you know, I think last year I'm going to be quite honest with you. I did not make it to one session other than the ones the ones you, you were speaking in, and that's wrong. That's yeah. really wrong. You know, when you get to that point, so um, yeah, when you're in back to back briefings for three days and you're not coming up for air for lunch for anything, it's it's a challenge. So. Yeah, maybe that's my advice to anybody attending. Don't just get bogged down into one thing, whatever that one thing is. Right. Don't just do only sessions. Don't just do only expo hall. Don't just do only discussions with vendors. Try and mix it up and, I guess, throw in parties, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, throw the parties in there. If you get invited, that's the key. Oh. Now, there's lo- uh, yeah. I mean, HR Tech is such a big show now. There's, there's, oh, an, there's, an, there's an official conference party sponsored by Cornerstone on Demand. It's, right. You can sign up in RSVP. Is that, okay, wait. The information's House on the website. Blues? It's is at that the House of Blues. Of? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's on Wednesday night. I think it starts right. at 7.30. Yes, uh, yes. Attendees will love to check that out. It's always a great yeah, party. Cornerstone absolutely. does this every, every, at least the last few years Cornerstone for sure. Cornerstone knows how to do things right. They do. Boy, they, and they, speaking of, they they're, certainly really, do. they're really making some headway lately with a lot of the... Um, Releases they've had, so oh, Trish, all right. I know. I think it's no. I think that's good. Well, and I I've used, shout out to Cornerstone. Shout out to okay. Cornerstone. Well, and I've used them before um, when I worked in healthcare. I actually really really enjoyed um, you know having them as a provider. So yeah, it's always good to see you know um, innovation coming out from different companies. Hey, real quick, I want to talk about a couple more sessions of note uh, at HR Tech this year that I'm really interested in. One of the things we try to do this year, very consciously was to try to do a little bit more sort of executive level, really high level strategic content uh, on the show, especially on the main stages. And we have a session on Thursday morning, a general session, Thursday, Thursday October 6th at 8.30. Okay. It's going to be moderated by Soledad O'Brien, who you might oh, remember from CNN I do. and other TV shows. And she's got a new TV show coming out really soon as well. But Soledad O'Brien is going to be moderating this session. And we have basically, without all the titles, because all these titles are a little bit different. I'm not going to read everybody's title. But we essentially have the top HR executive on the panel at the following companies, IBM, Cisco, Starbucks, and ADP. He's okay. the, the most senior HR leader at all those four giant companies. Can the I, smallest company on that list has over 55,000 employees. Can I just give a shout out? I'm okay, so, so excited I, about I'm that. Glad you, I'm glad you mentioned this because I did not realize that this was going on. Um, I hadn't given it that close of a look. However, Dermot O'Brien, the CHRO from ADP, let me tell you what. I actually interviewed him on a podcast series I did for ADP in the Wall Street Journal. He is phenomenally smart. I mean, this man, just as a CHRO, I could talk to him and listen to him for hours and never, never get bored with what is in his head, 
the things he's thinking about, the way he thinks about applying um, things like data security to people, uh, other you know, other things that are so important to each other, that, that alone. Oh, I mean, this is the best. I had no idea that that was going on. uh, This is the best panel we've ever put together at HR Tech. I love it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm looking at, yeah, Starbucks, IBM, who you can never get. Right. They never, they never do public speaking. Right. But we got them. So I'm so excited about it. And what day is that? Can you repeat that? This is Thursday morning at 830 in a general session. Unopposed. This is our big Thursday morning general session. I will be there. Everybody be there. You do not want to miss the session. It's going to be super excited. These executives are going to be talking about... Is there about, going to be like a fan section for Dermot? Because I yeah, will be there and absolutely. I bring like a big sign and you be can. like... You can sit right... I'll get like you a seat. Scoopy? I'll get you a seat right can up in the front. Can I get a reserved seat in the front? You, Trish, I can make that happen. I know someone. I know the right Seriously? person to, to, no. to tell. To no, ser- okay. In all seriousness, so. I honestly I did not know about that session and... Going to be fantastic. That's, that's actually really compelling. I can tell you that... Yeah, that that'll be a valuable. One. Yeah, so we're so we're really excited about Good. that Thursday at eight thirty. And I I'm gonna have one more. I guess you know there's so much to pick from, and this so the, helpful. the fantasy draft idea didn't really come together. I'm gonna go for one more, which I sort of came up with, uh, okay. and I I, I I recruited some friends of mine to help me with. Okay. So here's the concept, Trish. HR technology and investment in recruiting technology in particular. When did like say career builder and monster oh. and when did those things sort of Rise to prominence. Late nineties, mid to late nineties, yeah. And then, applicant tracking systems, right. ERP systems, so talent management systems. Now right. we're into employee engagement systems, referral systems, assessment. Right. right. Just there, we have probably four hundred exhibitors in the expo hall this year, more than we ever had before. A hundred and fifty or so companies applied to be to be in our startup competition, something like that. But but after all this time, all this money, all this investment. For lots of companies, hiring still is kind of hard. It's kind of slow. It's expensive, and it's still error-ridden. It is, right? Yeah, we still don't is. always find the right people. We don't find them quickly enough, or they don't really work out. So, the concept here is, you know, the title of the session. I'll just read it: Two decades, four tech revolutions, and billions of dollars later, why is hiring still so hard? My question is, why are your session titles so long? I wrote that title. I was, what in the I was real, world? I'm trying to sell the session, Trish. It's the internet here. I we feel like this. I've just been read a novel, and now I have no, to no, no. try and remember what in the world all, the first part was. It's unlimited space online that I have <laughs> to, to write all this in. So we have a great panel. My friend Chris Dunn, HR Capitalist, is going to moderate it. It'll but be good. We've actually. got leaders that, that come from all many of the corners of HR technology for talent acquisition. So we have Mark Newman from HireVue. We have Colin Day from iSims. We have John Bishke from Intello. And we have Jennifer Seath from CareerBuilder. So we've got, the, we've got the job boards. We've got the ATSs. We've got video and modern technology. We've got modern sourcing. We've got all CEOs for, and, and leaders from all of these areas coming together to talk about these issues. And what is really going wrong? Where's the disconnect between all this great technology, which on the one hand we know we have, but why are outcomes still so, so poor in many, many organizations? I think that's going to be a great session. I'm fascinated to see it myself. And I look forward to that. That's going to be at one forty-five on Thursday. So, um, great, super excited about that. And then last day Friday, Trish. Uh, there's still lots of great content on the last day of the show. I think we have to talk about ideas and innovators. I think that's how. We- I think you should. So, a couple of years ago, we decided to do these like five-minute ignite talks. Right. We call them the ideas and innovators sessions. They've been around for a while. We didn't invent the format. Right. The Disrupt HR people now do these sessions all, all the around time, the country. Yeah. But but they're super fun. So We've I don't, done them at HR Evolution there. I yeah, don't mind doing good. them again. Yeah, no. We've got 10 speakers, like that. five minutes apiece, right. topic of their choice. Trish, 
going to do a, going to do a presentation for us I as well. I am. I'm not can even. You, can you tease it at all? Anything? Anything at all? No, all right. I can't. No, because I have a couple good ideas. So yeah, I've got. A couple ideas. I'm not sure. Can I tell you the... Uh, Maybe share, mention some of our friends who... Can I share the, the idea? So, I, you know, I'm late to the game. I'm not an early adopter on everything. Uh, so I'm a late adopter, I think, when it comes to Bear Grylls. But I suddenly found Bear Grylls this summer and all his shows, and I'm watching them like a madwoman. Right. And what I love about him is that he will do anything and try anything, and he tackles it head on. And, and I was going to try and come up with a presentation five minutes talking about all of the great things around how Bear Grylls would handle HR technology. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll do a whole, like, you know, it's 20 slides, so I could find surely 20 memes of Bear Grylls. And, right. But unfortunately, if you Google that, um, all that comes up is how he drinks his own piss. Oh, Bear. <laughs> it's so awful. And you Don't know what? do that. How many shows have I watched that he's been on and I've not seen him do that? Was that an older thing? I'll be honest. I've watched the most recent. The jury's TV. out on that. From my, from I my have never seen him do that. Okay. Um, I think I did watch him have Scary Spice um, urinate on his some sort of a sting he got maybe, but that's the only thing that involved urination. Yeah, so that's, yeah. at any rate, I'm guessing that will not be my topic unless you don't mind if I just have 20 slides of him talking about that while I talk about. Lessons you can learn See, from but that's the interesting HR thing, tech. right? Is you, this is the, it's, it's kind of it's fun content. It's interesting. It's it does be t- a little risque, it, right? It does tie. It can be. I don't know if we really had any risque content last year, but oh. it generally does tie back to something to do with work or technology well, yeah, or the it workplace. It's, it's but it's fun. It's really fun. It's and one of the things event, I yeah. thought about at this conference and other conferences we attend as well. Often you walk around a conference, a big conference, and no one looks like they're having any fun. Like, I mean, at nighttime, you go to a party or a cocktail hour. Oh, yeah, those, are, those are always fun. But sometimes in the daytime, in sessions or, or, or trolling around the expo hall, yep. I don't know. People seem a little glum, a little grim. So this this idea was like, hey, let's have some fun. Let, let's challenge people's thinking a little bit. Let's give the speakers a really good challenging assignment and let them have some fun with it as well. Yeah, and uh, so we've got some great folks lined up to do that. Um, all the names are on the HR Tech Conference website. I'm not going to read them all now. So that, to me, is kind of the highlight of the last day of the conference. So. The HR Tech Conference is, is going to be fantastic this year. I put a ton of work into it, as I always do, and I'm, I'm super thankful to everybody at LRP, of course, the whole team there. I'm thanking them in advance. I will thank them, of course, at the show for all the hard work they do to, to, to help put it all together and make it possible. And, and thanks, everyone, uh, who's interested in, in, in attending and who's going to come out this year. And if you see me, say hello. I'll be the, uh, I'll be the best-dressed guy there, Trish, probably, once again this year. Oh, well, good. I hope so. That's my goal. So uh, you'll see me there. That's so. achievable, I suppose. I think it is. As I look around the expo floor, it probably is achievable. But huge expo, uh, something like 400 exhibitors as well. So you want to make some time to see that too. So uh, anyway, Trish, that's it for me. Anything else from you before we wrap no, it up? No, I'm just excited and can't wait to uh, be there. Right. And now, and I'm glad. You know what? I'm glad we did this because that points out some different things to me. Um, that I, I taught might you not something have, today. You did. I might not have attended some of those sessions. So I think that it's exciting. And that's, that just goes back to the point. You're offering so many things. You really can't listen to what one person says. You need to sort well, of... Well, unless that person is me. Well, or That person you, you can listen to. No, but just no, to, to go out to the website to really look at the agenda. Um, I love that it has... It's very easy. You can click a plus sign and it adds it right to your agenda and then you said it goes right like to your it's a new feature mobile this app, year. right? Yes, it does. Um, it's all integrated. So then it's all... Yeah, so you all don't have to... integrated. ...write notes or um, take notes. So that's Fantastic. good. Perfect. Super I can't fun. wait. Trish, thank you. been a great show. 
Great time. Thanks, Oracle, for having us at the Absolutely. Oracle Open World this year. Thank you, Oracle. And uh, thanks, everybody. Hope to see you at HR Tech Conference soon. We'll see you. Uh, my name is Steve Bowes for Trish McFarlane. And for everybody on the HR Happy Hour Podcast Network, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show, your source for information and conversation on work, the workplace, technology, and more. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net.